Anybody else that's glad to be here? Just, just glad to be in the number one more time. I'm glad that we're here. But most of all, I'm glad that he's here. <laughs> I used to hear the old preachers get up and say, I feel my help coming. <laughs> I always wonder where he's been. He's always here. He's always in place. But I'm glad we're all here. 
to experience his presence from the book of Jeremiah. <clears throat> from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 18. <clears throat> We're going to begin our reading with verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house. There I will cause thee to hear my words. <clears throat> then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. As the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand. That's what I want to use today. I want to talk from this subject, all in his hand. All in his hands. This morning, I, I want to revisit, and I want you to go with me as we revisit the prophet Jeremiah. <clears throat> the prophet who was ordained as a prophet while he was still in his mother's womb. He was called, brothers and sisters, he was called as a child to be God's mouthpiece to the nations. <clears throat> you remember, you read the story, he tried to make excuses, said he was too young. He tried to make excuses as to why that was not the job for him. But God says to him in chapter 1 and verse 7, you don't have to tell me how old you are, I made you. I know how old you are. Jeremiah accepted the call and he was sent, but we find him after accepting the call, it seems that he was always in a constant struggle. Jeremiah as you, as you read and as you study him, he is known as the weeping prophet. 
seemed like Jeremiah, preacher of God, but he was sad all of the time. He was called and he was given a message for the people, but it seemed like the more he preached, the worse folk got. So, Jeremiah now is reaching a point of frustration. He seems to be growing tired of talking to folk who seem like they were not listening to him. Especially when it seems like instead of making people better, it seemed like his word was making people worse. So, Jeremiah came to a point, it came to a point, where he was ready to walk away from God. Came to a point where he was not only ready to walk away from God, but he was ready to walk away from God's folk, God's call, and God's mission. He ready to throw up his hands and just say, I'm tired of it. Don't want to do it anymore. And the truth of the matter, if you study Jeremiah, he tried to quit. He tried to turn in his resignation one time, but he found out that he could not do it. Are y'all hearing me? That was when he figured out that I did not call myself. So I I can't uncall myself. Are y'all hearing me? Anything that you call yourself to, you can stop it when you get ready. Are y'all hearing this? But he realized that I just can't. As a matter of fact, the way he said it was, it's just like fire. Shut up in my bones. So he's come to a point in ministry. He's come to a point in ministry where he just wonders, what is the use? These folk are not going to ever get any better. These folk will never change. Are y'all here? They will never change. What's the use? Let me keep carrying this word. And my brothers and my sisters, if I may be totally transparent with you, if I can be totally transparent with you this morning, I, 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 I have to tell you that I can feel Jeremiah. I can feel him. I I can feel him. I I, I have not faced nearly the difficulties that he faced. Are y'all hearing me? Quitting has never crossed my mind, but I can relate to Jeremiah. Are y'all hearing me? Preaching a message of freedom in a Christian nation that was built by free slave labor, and now they want to deny that it even happened. I feel Jeremiah. I I can feel Jeremiah all of my life. I've been taught to pledge allegiance to a flag and a nation that has absolutely no allegiance to me. I can feel Jeremiah. Are y'all hearing this? A nation that claims to be under God and indivisible with liberty and justice for all while it's working overtime to take away my vote. I can feel. I can feel Jeremiah. A nation where a known lie from a known liar 
can lead folk who claim to be Christians into a violent insurrection and pastors can't even call it a lie. Y'all ain't hearing me. I feel. I feel Jeremiah. Jeremiah has come to his wit's end and he's ready to give up. Nobody's listening anyhow, and those who are listening, they are not getting any better. I'm ready to throw it all away, ready to give it all up, but God steps in. God steps in, and he begins to reason with Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, I, I hear you. I hear your complaint. I, I know these folk are working your last nerve, but before you throw in the towel, let me show you something. Before you give up on my folk, let, let me show you something. I, I got an object lesson I want you to learn before you quit. So what I want you to do, I want you, verse 2, go down to the potter's house. So I want you to go down to the potter's house. Now, I know how you preachers are. Don't go out there trying to take over. Just sit down somewhere. Go down there and sit down and just watch what the potter is doing. Verse 2, he says, I want you to go. And here's what I love about Jeremiah. Verse 3 says he went. Joel ain't hearing me. Verse 2, he said, go. Verse 3, not verse 6, not verse 10. Oh, y'all hear me? Verse 3, he went. He went down to the potter's house and he sat down and began to watch the potter. As he watched, he saw the potter put the clay on the wheel. And when he puts it on the wheel, he's already learning his lesson. It's just a lifeless lump of clay. It can do nothing on its own. It's just a lifeless lump of clay. It has no mind of its own. It has no will of its own. It's just Clay. Are y'all hearing me? And that lifeless clay will never become anything except the will and the hand of the potter makes something out of it. I just said something right there. I say the clay will never be anything other than a lump of clay unless the potter Oh, y'all here, wills it so unless the potter puts his hand on it. But according to the word of God, the potter starts his work on the wheel. And you've got to love these potters. You've got to love this. You've got to see this. Here is a potter doing a work on the wheel. He doesn't have a blueprint. He doesn't have any kind of a guide. He has nothing to go by because whatever it is that this vessel is supposed to look like 
is totally in the mind of the potter. Y'all ain't hearing me. Whatever this thing is going to be, he ain't asked nobody for no input. He ain't asked nobody for no suggestions. Whatever it's going to be is totally in the hand of the potter. Only, you need to hear me now, only the potter knows what this thing is going to look like because only the potter knows how this vessel is going to be used. Y'all ain't hearing me. Nobody but the potter. That's something, my brothers and sisters, that only the potter knows. Y'all ain't hearing me. Well, there, there's always, there, there are always folk around who got opinions. Always folk around who, who think they know what the vessel ought to look like. But I'm here to tell you, only the potter knows what this thing is going to turn, how this thing is going to turn out. Be careful, my brothers and sisters, about allowing other folk to tell you what you are shaped to be. Be, be, be real careful. There's always other folk. Man, it's, it's an amazing thing. Most of the time, they don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. But they always can tell you where you ought to be and what you ought to be. You be careful because only the potter, only the potter knows. Watch him. Watch him as he molds, as he's twisting and he's turning this vessel on this Wheel. You, you look at it, look, look, look at it. it. It's a grueling process. He's molding it and he's pushing it and he's twisting it. You wonder why life is so full of twists and turns. You wonder why it is that sometimes it feels like things are a little rough. It's because you are still on the wheel. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, ain't no finished products up in here. You are still. On the wheel. Sometimes you feel like you're just going around and around and around in circles. But you know why? It's because you are still, y'all ain't hearing me. You're still on the wheel. It's because God is not through with you yet. Look at him. Look at him. Working the clay. He's working the clay. He's working it. He's turning it. He's molding it. But all at once, according to the word of God, verse 4, something happens. Something happens. He's working this thing. He's got it going just like he wants it. But something happens. Verse 4 says... That the vessel was marred. Let me say it another way. It had a flaw in it. He's working this thing. It, it's shaping up. But all at once, the vessel is marred. It's flawed. We don't know what the flaw was. All we know is that something happened and the vessel was not turning out like the potter had in his mind. 
Are y'all hearing this? That's all we know. We don't know what it was. I know we always want to know what's wrong. The Bible doesn't even tell us what's wrong. It's just letting us know that it wasn't going like the potter had in his mind. Yeah, the, 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 the vessel was marred. The vessel was messed up. But before you give up on this vessel, before you start feeling sorry for this vessel, before you look at that flaw and say, what a mess, keep reading. Read the rest of the line, the line four. It said, it was marred. And if you stop right there, it looks hopeless. But if you keep reading, there is hope. It was marred in the hand of the potter. <laughs> Y'all better say something up in here. It was, it was marred, but, but it was still in the potters. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody ought to shout, as messed up as I am, <laughs> as flawed as I am, I'm still in the hand of the potter. Don't miss that. This is, this is my message right here. As messed up as he was, he was still in the hand of the potter. Oh, oh my brothers and sisters, take your eyes off of the fact that it was flawed. And look at the fact that it was still in the hands of the potter. And I thank God today. I thank God today that the, the, the question with you and I is not whether or not we are flawed. We are flawed. Don't admit it. We got some flaws. That ain't the question. The question is, are you in the hands of the potter? Oh, somebody ought to stop right here. Somebody ought to stop right here and praise God right now and say, oh, I may be marred, but I'm still in his hands. Ah, jacked up, but I'm still in his hands. Got some flaws, but I'm still in his hands. But look at the potter, look at the potter, look at the potter. Potter didn't even flinch. Potter didn't pitch a fit. He didn't start crying. He didn't just throw up his hands. He didn't have to. And the reason why he didn't have to is because he knew that he had the power to fix this thing. I ain't going to preach no harder than this right here. He, he knew that he had the power to straighten this thing out. So verse 4 says, he didn't pitch a fit. He didn't, he didn't even get mad, didn't even sweat. Verse 4 says, he made it over again. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? He made another vessel as it seemed good 
to him. <laughs> Here's your shout right here. Here's your shout right here. He could have thrown that mess away. And reached over and started all over again. But the Bible says he didn't do that. The Bible says he took that flawed clay. He took it and he made it over again. Y'all ain't hearing me. Made it over. Oh, he had some options. Uh, he could have thrown it away, but he didn't do that. He made it huh, all over. Uh, Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, let me just go on and confess that there have been many times that he could have thrown me away. Yeah, I put myself in so many flawed positions that he could have just thrown me completely away, but I thank God he didn't do that. He kept me on the wheel and he kept molding me and y'all ain't hearing me. He made it as it seemed good to the potter. The Lord shared that with Jeremiah. Let him sit there and watch all of that. And then he began to explain to Jeremiah what he just saw. He said, Jeremiah, I want you to stop tripping. <laughs> I want you to stop tripping about my folk. Oh, y'all, first of all, I want you to know they're not yours, they're mine. And I want you to stop losing your mind over my folk. Yeah, first of all, they don't belong to you, they belong to me. But Jeremiah, you need not despair. And the reason why you don't need to despair, the reason why you don't need to give up is because I'm still in charge. Y'all ain't hearing me. And just like, here it is right here, just like the clay is in the potter's hand, my people are still in my hand. Are y'all hearing me? I'm not through with them yet. I'm still molding them. I'm still turning them. I'm still working with them on the wheel with all of their flaws and with all of their shortcomings. They are still in my hands. Y'all ain't hearing me. With all of their faults, and with all of their failures, uh, they are still in my hands. Jeremiah, what you've got to realize uh, is that they all are a work in progress. They are not a finished product. Are y'all hearing me here? Yeah. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, uh, all of us ought to understand that we are works in progress. God is not through with us yet. So the message to Jeremiah, yes, and to you and to me right now is don't worry right now. Yeah, because God is still on the throne. Wonderful, I got a witness here. 
God, yes, is still the author, yeah, and the finisher, yes, of our faith, yeah. It is God who shaped our past. It is God who's working on us right now. It is God who's already shaping our future, yeah. So no matter what it looks like right now, yes, just know that it is all in his hands. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. He's still molding uh, and he's still making uh, this world after his will, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, yes, uh, it's all uh, in his hands. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. I remember in my childhood, yeah, hearing those old saints, yeah, sing a song, yeah, and the song that they were singing was not in a book anywhere. It was a song that was not based on any particular theology, yeah, but the song was born out of their life experience, yeah. They would sing, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was a weird song, uh, but they would sing, I just stand and wring my hand and then I cry. Yeah, I would sit there and listen to my daddy, yeah, and a whole lot of other folk just sing, I just stand and wring my hand and then I cry. Yeah, when I look uh, around and see, how this world is tolling me. I just stand and wring my hand and then I cry. I would sit there, yeah, even as a child, yeah, and I would think how depressing. I would sit there as a child, yeah, and think what a sad song, yeah. But the thing that I realized is they never left on that note, yeah. They never did the benediction after that note, yeah. They never left it right there, yeah. Before we left, yeah, somebody would change the message, yeah, and it would change the whole atmosphere, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. Somebody would say he's got the whole world in his hands, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. He's got the whole world in his hand. He's got you and me, yeah, in his hand. He's got everybody here, in his hands, uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, and then somebody else uh, over in the corner, yeah, would lift up another song, yeah, and they would say, Jesus uh, will fix it, yeah, for you. Uh, he knows uh, just what, uh, just what to do uh, whenever. You pray, uh, let him have uh, his way, and Jesus uh, will fix it uh, for you, uh, yes, and uh, this day, yeah, just based on what I heard, uh, I have learned uh, how to put it all uh, in his hand, no matter how great or how small, I put it all in his hand. This and that here, I 
air, put it all in his hands. He can handle it. That's a fact here. Yeah. I'll put it all in his hands. Yes! Yes! You see, these are, are the same hands yeah, that reached out of nowhere. Yeah. Grabbed a handful of nothing. Yeah. And formed the earth. Yeah. These are the same hands that separated the night from day. Yeah. Separated the the land from the sea. These are the same hand that set the earth in order. These are the same hand that created a man out of the dust of the earth, crowned as the crown of his creation. He lost man. He lost man to sin in the Garden of Eden. But these are, are the same hands that redeemed man. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. They're the same hands that picked up a cross. Yeah. They're the same hands that they stretch wide. They're the same hands that they put nails in. The same hands that died on an old rugged cross. The same hands that they laid in a bowery tomb. But I'm glad they're the same hands that got up from the grave, lifted his nail-scarred hand and say, I've conquered, I've conquered sin, I've conquered death, and I've conquered the grave. And then he lifted that hand and say, all power, all power, all power is in my hand, yeah. Yeah, don't know about anybody else, but I trust in God wherever I may be upon the land or on the stormy sea. Oh, come with me from day to day, my heavenly Father. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. He watches, he watches, he watches over me. <gasps> I will trust in the Lord. I will trust, yeah, yes, in the Lord. I will trust in the oh, until I die.
I'm going to stay on the battle. This one I'm going up. Oh Lord, I am going to watch, <laughs> fight, <laughs> and pray. if you can rest on your feet. This is the invitation to discipleship. 
And we got good news today that even though we are marred, we have a God who will continually work with us. But the key is, is you got to be in the potter's hand. And there is an invitation where Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. He's calling you into the potter's house right now. Calling you to a place where he can work with you. He's already made you. Let him make you over again. The Bible simply declares if you believe on the Lord Jesus. That you shall be saved. That if you confess it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. The Bible declares that you shall be saved. This is the invitation to you right now. That you can be in the hand of the potter. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that you didn't give up on us. We thank you that even though we had flaws, dents, and mars all over, you picked us up. And you keep making us over and over again. That no matter what our hurts, no matter what our qualms, that you are God who is good enough that you made us and you can remake us. So Lord, now we ask that if there are those who feel broken in life, if their dreams and their visions are shattered, Lord, we ask that and let them know that the potter can put them back together again. That in case your situation has turned upside down, you feel that all, everything that you've accomplished is on the ground. You don't have to stay in the shape that you're in because the potter, yeah, he yeah. wants to put you back together again. You who are broken, all you got to do is stop by the potter's house. The potter wants yeah, yeah, yeah. To put you back together again. Lord, now we ask that you pick somebody up who has given their lives to you. That you will, according to your own promise, save them from this world that is on its way to hell. Redeem them. Give them new life. And then keep them in your hands. This is our prayer. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Now, if that is you, and today is your day to turn life around, I want to make sure that you have that opportunity. If you're in this building, we're coming back now. And if you're in this building, and you know that you need to give him your life, you know that you need to turn it around. I want to make sure that you don't leave here without being challenged and that you have that opportunity right now. If you're unsaved, you can move right now. If you're already saved and don't have a church covering, you can move right now. Just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. If you need a church home, you can move right now. Why don't we just give God praise in his house? Just give him praise. We thank God today.
for his presence with us. We thank God for your presence. Y'all just don't know how glad I am <laughs> to see you all back in these pews. And I'm just looking forward to the Lord continually blessing us. And after a while, we're all going to be together again. One thing I've learned over my ministry, I've learned that it doesn't take a crowd. Uh, I, I, I've never been impressed by a church full of people. I'm impressed by a people full of church. <laughs> and that's what we have. As long as the people who show up, show up with the church on the inside, we, wondrous things can happen. And I thank God for all of you. So good to see everybody. I was coming in and people were coming in and you know, everybody got a mask on, so I really don't know nobody, but I'm glad to see everybody. <laughs> Amen. But let's keep your mask on. Just keep your mask. Let's do what we have to do to stay together and keep each other safe. I'm just so happy that you have chosen to be here today and hope you'll sign up and come back and come back and come back. And after a while, we're all going to be here together. We just want to make sure that we follow all of our rules. And I want to thank you for doing just that. I want to thank you for just being so responsive. Uh, to the rules that are set for. When we leave here, we're going to all leave out this door. And uh, we will fellowship, our fellowship period. And you know, we are love We love fellowship here. And I thank God we ain't stopped that. But we're going to fellowship outdoors. Uh, it's a lot safer. So as soon as the benediction is over, we just ask that everybody will just head to that door. Try to stay as far away as you can, uh, stay the right distance from everybody until you get outside. And once you get outside, you're on your own. <laughs> amen, amen. But we're doing all that we can uh, just to make everybody safe. I thank staff members and those who work hard to try to make sure that we stay safe. Let's uh, continue to pray for Reverend Bush. Reverend Finister Bush, y'all know he would be all up in here. <laughs> Uh, but let's just pray for him that the Lord will continue to heal his body. Uh, the uh, stand surgery went well. It was successful. But anytime they cut you, you're going to have some pain. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. That's, you, you're going to have some pain. So let's just pray that uh, the Lord will just continue to stay with him, uh, that he might be able to rest and restore him. Amen. Derek, we thank you. God bless you. Amen. Drama, thank you so much for being in place. Uh, everybody else who continues to be faithful, we're on our way back. Thank you for your faithfulness. God bless you. God keep you as our prayer. I do have a bereavement notice here, the passing of Janelle Wagstaff, who is the sister of Deborah Ferguson. Uh, we just want to keep Sister Ferguson in our prayers. Uh, uh, she, her sister has gone home. And we're in positions right now where we can't do a lot of visiting, but we can reach out. So please just reach out to Sister Ferguson. Uh, we're going to pray for the healing of Marie Warren, Pauline Kinsey, Mother Josephine Young, and Reverend Bush. Let's just keep them all in our prayers and anybody else who you might, uh, that you might know. Um, we do have on the way out tithe and offering boxes right there. So if there are those who desire to go ahead and leave your offering today, 
Uh, please feel free to just leave it there in the receptacle over there. Uh, do we have any more of the devotional books? Are they? They're all gone. All right. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So on your way out, please, if you feel, if you want to leave your offering, you can. Uh, if you want to continue to give the way you have been, I want to thank you for your stewardship and how you have done. God be with you till we meet again. to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church. <laughs>